Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Bernadette Jansen has been obsessed with renovating since she did her first project at age 13. She realized that by changing her surroundings, it changed the way she felt about herself. With more than 30 years of renovating, Bernadette has discovered that you can solve a lot of life's problems through renovating. She started the School of Renovating in 2013 to have an impact on the world with a desire to help creative women to channel their flair and love for homemaking into an income through renovating an Airbnb. In this episode, Bernadette and I discuss why renovating and entrepreneurship go hand in hand, the difference that renovating can make to your lifestyle and income, the School of Renovating business model, how Bernadette created her online program for the first time, and then what she did next, what she wished she'd known when she was first starting out, and the School of Renovating's upcoming She Renovates Live event, which is on the 2nd and 3rd of December. I'm so excited to be one of the speakers at this incredible event. I'll be speaking about how to build your renovating or Airbnb brand online, specifically using Instagram. She Renovates Live is for women who want to turn their love of renovating into profit. And this might be so you can be a stay-at-home parent without giving up the paycheck, to replace a job you don't love, to get into your first property, to recover from a divorce, to get ahead financially, or even to make up for your ailing super. This is a two-day high-value, high-energy event, and the theme is how real women are making unreal six-figure incomes without being tied to a day job. It's like a mini course in strategic renovating for profit, including industry professionals teaching some of the key distinctions, updates in what's happening both in the market and in design, loads of case studies featuring women transforming their lives through renovating, before and afters, favorite hacks, and lots more. The She Renovates Livestream Conference 2021 is on the 2nd and 3rd of December and is shining a light on how women from a wide variety of backgrounds and ages are changing their lives by renovating an Airbnb. And as a listener of The Emily Osmond Show, you get a special priced ticket. Simply enter EO50, so that's my initials, EO, and then the number 50, at checkout before the 15th of November for $50 off the early bird tickets. What a bargain. Just go to members.theschoolofrenovating.com forward slash she renovates live, or just click the link in the show notes with this episode. Alternatively, you can just Google she renovates live and follow the links. I cannot wait to see you there. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Bernadette Jensen. Bernadette, so good to be here with you today. Thanks for having me, Emily. I'm very excited about this episode. 
Oh, me too. I've got so many questions for you. Would you like to start off with introducing yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? I have a business called The School of Renovating. So basically, I'm what you would call a serial renovator. I personally do at least two, usually three projects a year. And I work with women who want to make renovating their main gig. So it might be that they're not loving their job. Um, We do actually have quite a few businesswomen because, you know, renovating is a bit of an entrepreneurial thing. And then we also have women who are wanting to be stay-at-home mums and also some that are wanting to renovate into retirement. So covers all stages of life. Before the School of Renovating existed, what was it that you were doing? What, what's your background? I started my career as a nurse. Like I did my first, I shouldn't call it a renovation makeover when I was 13. And so I always had this passion for creating spaces, beautiful spaces. And I really did love nursing. However, Stephen, my husband and I had four children. And so um, I was, a, they were quite close together. So I was a stay-at-home mum. But I suffer from a little bit of ADD and I really struggled to be a stay-at-home mum. And so I started renovating really to keep myself challenged. And so as a result, really, I retired from nursing at 29 and went into renovating pretty much consistently. I wouldn't say full-time because, as you know, with four children, you don't have a lot of time. But I did seem to be able to manage running a project and running a family. So as life's gone on, I really see renovating as being part of my, it's really enhanced my role as a mother. You know, I've involved the children in everything I've done. Like my son grew up to be an architect because he was Sitting in the dirt, drawing ha- pictures of houses on site at two. Gorgeous. Yeah. And along the line, we have solved life's problems. So when my baby went back to school, went to school, I didn't go back to work. I continued on doing projects. And, you know, when our children got old enough to be able to buy property, we started doing projects with them to give them a big chunk of money to be able to get started. And it's bent and flexed with our life. However... When my baby went to school, I was really looking for something. I should mention my baby's now 25. Oh, look out. out. (laughs) (laughs) I was really looking for something a bit more outward looking. You know, I felt like, you know, being on a renovation site on your own, just with the tradies to talk to, was quite insular and I really wanted to do something that had some sort of impact on the world. And so that's why I started the School of Renovating because you probably know that as women anywhere in the world, financially, we tend not to be that well off. And that doesn't really show up until something bad happens, either you know the relationship breaks down or we start approaching retirement and realise that we haven't really accrued any sort of financial capacity. And that was certainly yeah. my case. I didn't, I neglected my own personal retirement planning. And I just felt that renovating was a really great match because you can make up ground quickly. And it's it's doing something that as as a woman in particular, we have that nesting instinct, that that desire to create a beautiful home. And I just felt it married in really well. And so that's really why I started the School of Renovating. 
We absolutely have that same drive and purpose when it comes to helping women succeed and earn more and increase their financial security for themselves. And I see that a lot with the women that I work with. I really challenge them to see their business, not as just something that's on the side or a hobby or something that might just add a little bit more, but I'm like, you know what? This could be the income for your family. And I even had someone in my group, the Modern Marketing Collective, say, I think it was just this week, she went through one of the modules and I started off with getting them to look at their numbers and work out what their goals are and then how much they have to make. And she's like, I've gone from thinking this could be a little bit of money that I could make to seeing how this can be her business, the income for her whole family, which was just amazing. And I I agree that property is what an amazing way to also do this. And it works just the flexibility that it affords. And that's something that we found my partner Coden and I doing our own projects it creates it or allows you to have that great lifestyle as well. And I'm sure we don't have kids yet, but we see that, you know, this could be a great way for us to also have the flexibility around family. I totally agree. And the other thing uh, I think other women feel this, I felt as when, you know, when our children were little, I still wanted to contribute to the family finances. I felt this sort of sense of need to do that. And renovating is a great way to do that. And even if you're just renovating your own family home, and I'd say just and I shouldn't because... Yeah, it's a big thing. <laughs> it's a big thing. And also it has the potential to make such a big impact on your future. And to be honest with you, I think that the renovation of your family home is the most important renovation because it has so much potential to make tax-free money and we do tend to really I guess underestimate what we're doing when we're doing that and the other thing I want to say is that I have the same experience with my women often will look at what they're doing as a hobby uh, Mm -hmm. until you start saying well hang on a tick you know so we average about a hundred thousand profit per project that's how we pitch our feasibility that's usually on a family home you can do a lot more and so when you look at a hundred thousand it's easy to do one project a year you look at that and you think actually that is a substantial income for someone to be able to do and do it in three or four months a year so we're not talking about hobby anymore we're talking about you know a serious income absolutely I love it So I would love to chat about your business model. We have a lot of listeners that are, so in the Modern Marketing Collective, I teach women and it really is like to make that first hundred grand in their business so they can have that breathing space, they can leave their job, that type of thing. And that's with clients. And then in my other program, Scalable, I I teach them how to then, if they want to scale with an online program, that they can do that and help them do that. So I know that that's kind of the business model you have. Could you give us an overview of Bernadette, of, of your business model, of the different offerings you have, and then we can go in to them a little bit. I've been in my business for eight years now and it has been a rocky road because I started with, you know, like no presentation skills. I was the typical stay-at-home mum, like I had not, you know, done anything publicly. And so I had to learn a lot of things and my early offerings were a complete flop. Oh, I would love to hear. Because this is the thing, isn't it, Bernadette? Often we we look at you now and I said to you the other day, I'm like, Bernadette, can I just say, wow, your business looks amazing. It's so impressive. And so I love to hear the things that didn't work because we all have them. <laughs> Way more things that didn't work. <laughs> In short, initially I decided to create an online course and it was probably the first online course in Australia in renovating at the time no one else was doing that. 
And so I spent, I reckon, a good year putting together the IP, putting together the program. All the advice I was getting was sell it first and then make it. I just could not get my head around that. No, they're wrong. And you have to actually experience the pain to truly get why you need to do that. I think I was operating on the build it and they will come philosophy. And I I launched to crickets. I think I sold three programs. Can't even remember how much I sold them for. It might have been $500. But the first person to ever buy my program was this lady called Suzette, who is an absolutely epic renovator. And she's been with me that whole time. And so, you know, I must have done something right. Uh, (laughs) But then I swung over to live because I realised that in my style, I connect better with people live. Like I'm, I'm not overly polished and I'll never be in an online format. And so I needed to be able to make that connection with my clients. And the other thing is that I'm really, you know, that human connection is really important for me. And I felt that I was really able to get a sense of what my students were wanting to achieve if I could be in the live setting. Could you explain as well what you mean by live? Do you mean, so instead of perhaps initially you were selling a course that people went and did themselves and then did you switch it to then you being almost present in the group, teaching, coaching, that type of thing? Is that what you mean? I can't even remember how I was selling it, but I think it's through email marketing. But then I switched over to running live events to fill the course. So I do a little promo in the eastern cities and then I would run a boot camp live and they were really fantastic because I could really connect with my students and I could get an understanding and so what I did was actually created relationships that lasted were really enduring and so I've, I've watched them sort of evolve and then I started a mastermind this is a really small group of women that I work with one-on-one. They get a lot of you, I imagine, but in the group environment as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wanting to go back to online, but I was really resisting it because I had this fear. Well, one, because our topic is quite like when you're buying property, there's a lot of risk involved in it. And you want to make sure that they're getting what they need to get, the information they need to get. And two, because I felt that I would lose track of what everyone was doing and I'm I'm a control freak. I like to know how everyone's going. Can I, the boot camps you were running, so were they, tell me about them, was that like a weekend type of thing that you were with people? Oh, nice. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, cool. And so, but then COVID hit. I was in the middle of a tour with a couple of other, like a developer and a uh, buyer's agent and when COVID hit and that tour was the source of all my instead of filling all my boot camps. And so sort of in a week, I really had no business. You know, it just all went kaput. So then I was forced to go back to the online version. And so I totally re-recorded it because I wanted to make sure that it, you, you would know this, that online programs have a poor completion rate. And I wanted to make sure that we had sort of really implemented best practice and so I re-recorded it in short bite-sized bits and then put it together and launched it and that has been the best thing I've ever done to be honest it's been amazing and what would you say was the difference between the first version and then this version now what do you think happened to make this this one so much more effective and successful 
I've missed out a few steps, actually, because I've launched a few programs since I've got a program on Airbnb and a few bits and pieces. And what I've found works for me is if I sell the program first and I deliver it as a series of eight to 10 webinars, and then each week I'll do a webinar. So I only have to be a week ahead of myself in terms of content. And then after the webinar is delivered, then I break the content up into six to 10 really small bite-sized lessons and then record them directly so that I record them especially. I don't just chop up the webinar because I don't really like that. And so it's all in small bite-sized pieces so that they can get through it quite easily, you know, got a few minutes here. And I also put it together with a series of tutorials. So when someone's doing the boot camp, they do the, the module online and then they come into the tutorial at the end and that will be over Zoom. But, you know, if we're doing something on legal structures or, you know, tax, my accountant comes in and talks them through that and advises them on the best um, structures and all that sort of stuff. So, and that model has been really beautiful. It's worked so well. And because I've been able to meet with the, I keep the group small. I've been able to meet with the students each week and understand where they're at in their journey. So as a result, I've had quite a few actually be into their first project before they finish. The yeah, and, you know, like one young woman last year, she's based in Canberra. So she came in in August. She had her first project bought by September. She had it sold within three months. She had 100000 in her pocket. She's got a second one ready to sell. You know, like it's just created so much momentum. So And results for your clients, for your students, you know, that's what it's all about. So tell us the names of, of the programs. It's called the 100K Renovation Bootcamp. What a great name as well. I hope everyone listening can, um, yeah, learn from this so much, like such a clear name too in terms of the outcome. That's really important because I want my women to really um, strive for that goal of financial independence. And I believe that if you uh, have produced the capacity to produce 100000 a year, that's in one project, really the world is your oyster. So that's, that's our first goal. And we also have our mastermind which is the wonder women i love that name too i know i love it so the boot camp is really the they learn the system but wonder women is where the rubber hits the road and they get support to get through their first project the other thing that we do in wonder women is we actually facilitate joint ventures so fantastic yeah and that's been something i've really been struggling with because you know it presents some risk for me as a business and also, you know, just adding that level of complication. And so I've been really exploring over the last few years how we can reduce the risk so that we can support women. And I dropped on a um, solution last year where I actually partner with a team with a, another company that has a, a credit licence like to provide financial advice and they manage all the legals. And so all, then all I have to worry about is actually facilitating the opportunity for our women to find a partner, and it's usually in our group, and then to help them with the renovation. I don't have to worry about the legal side, which has made a massive difference. So now I actually have a group of 14 who've all put in cash, and we're just going through our first project at the moment with that. I've finally got it to where I'm really happy with how it operates. 
So good. And you might not know, I can't remember, but um, the project we've just done, completed, was a joint venture with a friend. So I totally understand. Yeah, it just makes it because it was our first time development project. And so we did it with a friend and um, we all brought our own skill sets, which was fantastic. It made it quite, I think, more fun, perhaps. Because we were, and we were collaborating and supporting each other. And now our friend, we live in one and our friend lives next door to us in the other. <laughs> That's so clever. Yeah. And now we've brought another project to do with our friend as well, because it just works so well. And we all share the load and bring our skills. So, um, yeah, I love that way. And I can see how in your program, Wonder Women, you can bring these people together, help women meet each other that it kind of have the same goals to then team up and do these projects together, both put in the money or however many partners there are and, and share in, share in that process, the journey together, support each other, celebrate There's there's always challenges. So <laughs> go through them together and then come out the other side. So isn't that wonderful? That's, I love that. I, I think it's a great model. And the other thing is, uh, you know, some, some women like work full time, have great borrowing capacity, but don't have that chunk of money. And, uh, you know, in our community, we have quite a lot of women that are, not a lot, but some women that are sort of semi-retired. They're cash rich, like they've got the money or they're asset rich, but they don't have that capacity to get a loan. So if they team up together, then you've got someone that's got quite a lot of time on their hands as well that can manage the on-site stuff. And you've got someone that's working full-time who's got the borrowing capacity, and that seems to work really well too. Absolutely. But the other, can I just jump in? The yes. other thing there that I think is really great for someone who hasn't got their first home, and it's something we're doing with our kids, is we're teaming up with them to do a project for their deposit. So we've done two so far. They get the loan, we put in the cash, we do a project, and we aim to make at least 100000 and that gives them 100000 that's not coming out of our pocket. So good. <laughs> I love that. Very smart for everyone. <laughs> so, Bernadette, I've got a couple last questions. You've been in business eight years, and it just goes to show, you know, when you keep going, this is what I find with me too. I've been in business maybe six years or something, and people sometimes say, what do you think is like, your, your superpower. And I say, really just keeping going. <laughs> That's it. Like just keeping going when things don't go right. When I don't get the results I want, just keeping going. With you looking back now, you've created um, this amazing business, the School of Renovating. I would love to hear what are the, some of those biggest lessons or pieces of advice you would give to other people that are perhaps in the earliest stages of business and or looking to create the online programs, the groups, bring people together, foster this connection? What would be some of the biggest things that you think have have served you well over this time? One of the things I would say is I used to look on employing staff as an expense. And I've realized that like in the last year, I've doubled my team. I know that you can't do this at the beginning, but once I change my mindset around to when I employ someone else, that actually provides me more capacity. It grows my ability to grow my income. Then there was a total mindset switch that had a really big impact on our business. I don't see myself as being that good at growing communities because I am a bit all over the place. And really trying to focus, like if you can be focused 
And I'm always trying to do too much, got too many things on the go. If you can be focused and stick at one thing and get it working really well, um, that will hold you in good stead. So, you know, in terms of, you know, there's a lot of talk about funnels, but really looking at what's important in your business, what's bringing you in the money and focus on that. So for me, and we've just made a whole lot of changes, so we're having to rework it, but the funnel from when someone uh, becomes aware of your business, you know, their path through the your maze to get to your conversion tool, which for me is a, at the moment is a webinar, and really just keep tweaking that. So in the early days, I used to, if something didn't go well, I used to change everything. Whereas now I've learned just change one thing and just keep tweaking it up to get it better and better. And that's probably the best advice I can give to someone. You know, just keep focusing on what's important. And until you are at a stage where you've got reliable income, what's important is the income. You know, we don't like to be focused on money, but sorry, you can't do good in the world unless you've got it. Keep focused on that until you've got that reliably coming in and then you can start looking at what's next to do. So funny, I'm laughing because I've just created in my program, The Modern Marketing Collective. Now, when people join, there's an initial challenge that they go through that is to make their $2,000, whether it's their first $2,000 like ever in their business or their next 2000 Because I'm like, if you can just learn to do that before you then go into the further strategies around email marketing, around building your website, around all those things, if you can just learn that, which is like figuring out what you're selling, getting in front of people initially, you know, if you can just get in front of people, get in their space, tell them what you do and then learn how to sell, that'll just serve you so well. And like you said, it's just the simple thing. We need to focus on people getting in money first and then there's so much else you can do with it. But if you focus on all the other stuff first, it's just going to slow you down. So yeah, I just love that. Bernadette, you have an amazing event coming up, which I'm so thrilled to be a speaker at. Would you like to share with our audience why they need to come? (laughs) Two years ago, I started a podcast and the podcast is called She Renovates because I really wanted to, we can help the people that we work with, but there are a lot of women out there that are not getting the, the benefits of strategic renovating. And so I decided to start a conference to meet really the community face-to-face. And so we did our first one last year and this one is our second and we are going all out this year. So it's called She Renovates Livestream and it is for this year, it's online mainly because we didn't want to end up being cancelled. So we decided to stick to live stream for this year. Yes, we have amazing speakers like Emily. And the focus really is real deals, real women who are transforming their, their lives with renovating. So the thing that I think I appreciate in business and in renovating is seeing what works. You know, theory is great, but you really want to see the results of, you know, a particular process. It's a two-day event. We have over 20 uh, people delivering their expertise, and most of it is in the form of projects. So most of the presenters are our Wonder Women who have done projects during the year and they're going to be presenting, you know, what they've achieved. So there'll be lots of before and afters. And we'll also be working through a whole lot of different strategies because, 
you know, people think of renovating as flipping and that's certainly part of it, but we do a whole lot of other things. We do micro development. We do a lot of Airbnb. It's two days of projects more or less, but we've also got subject matter in there and that's where you come in, Emily. Because you have such a strong background in property, you're just so perfect for really teaching our women how to harness the power of branding and marketing to grow either their Airbnb business or their renovation business. Yeah, so we've got all sorts of topics. We've got joint ventures, you know, how to structure a joint venture, Moving houses, that's something that everyone's quite interested in at the moment. I think most renovators have a dream to, you know, relocate a beautiful old Queenslander somewhere and set it up as a luxury Airbnb. If you're listening and you you really kind of were a little bit perhaps excited, intrigued as you were listening along and thinking, maybe this is a possibility for me, then come along. I'm going to be speaking there. Bernadette, as you can tell, is just an amazing, smart woman that is putting this event on with so many other people that you can be inspired by and learn from. So on the 2nd and 3rd of December, it's online, which makes it even more convenient to be able to just be part of it. We'll have a link to tickets under this episode and it's called She Renovates Live. And um, I'm so excited to be there. Oh, and the other thing, um, Emily, is that, I think we have got a special code for you for a $50 discount for your members. Bernadette, thank you. Well, that link will be under this episode as well. So make sure you take up that amazing offer too. So Bernadette, thank you so much for being here. Where can everyone go to find and follow your business? We have a website, schoolofrenovating.com or podcast which is She Renovates, and our Instagram handle is The School of Renovating and also Facebook. And we also have a free Facebook group called She Renovates. So thanks so much for having me, Emily. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. The She Renovates Live Stream Conference 2021 is on the 2nd and 3rd of December, and it's shining a light on how women from a wide variety of backgrounds and ages are changing their lives by renovating an Airbnb. So just a reminder, you'll get $50 off the early bird tickets before the 15th of November just by using the code EO50. That's my initials, EO with the number 50 at checkout. You'll find the link underneath this episode in the show notes or just search for She Renovates. Live online and follow the links. I can't wait to see you there.